Hey everyone and welcome to The Year Was, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party, causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host, Michael Montalvin. For the next few minutes, we will swim through the river of time to find out what makes it a truly unique. In this episode, we examine the events that occurred March 10th. As a millennial, phones scare me. Let me be clear when I say this. Not the phone itself, but phone calls. I am of the texting generation, but initially, I hated texting and preferred calling. But as the arrow of time flies forward, with less Eddington for the purposes of this episode, phone calls became a way of the past, and texting became the new norm. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my number. Text me, maybe. Phones have really only been around the last 200 years, which is surprising in itself, and then I remember it's not the 1900s anymore, but its invention and development are disputed by some, as everything is. In 1854, Antonio Miochi developed a voice communication device that could be credited as the first phone, and according to Wikipedia, set up a voice communication link in Staten Island from his bedroom to his lab. He apparently submitted a patent caveat, or a provisional patent application, in 1871, but it failed to mention electromagnetic vocal transmission, so I guess they got him on a technicality. In 1861, Johann Philipp Rice developed what is known today as the Rice Telephone, which was an electric telephone and he even demonstrated it to the public. This is actually something that is accepted as an invention of a telephone. I've linked to an article that goes into more detail about this if you want to know more. Elijah Gray developed a prototype telephone in 1876, but also a liquid transmitter for the microphone. Some argue that Gray should actually be listed as the true inventor of the telephone because Alexander Graham Bell allegedly used Gray's liquid transmitter in order to create his own phone system. In the article I read, it states that Bell filed an application to patent his phone the same day that Gray filed a caveat announcing his intention to file a claim for a patent for the phone within three months. The two entered into legal battles, but ultimately, Bell was awarded the patent. And so the question arises, are we talking about phones today? Get to the point, as my average listener retention suggests. Alexander Graham Bell is the credited inventor of the telephone. Born in Edinburgh, Scotland, March 3, 1847, he was described as intellectually curious and was fond of inventing. As the story goes, he was so interested in sound because both his wife and his mother were deaf. His father was also a professor of speech allocation, so there was a whole lot there as far as his interest in sounds are concerned. While he was homeschooled and wasn't a great student, By age 12, he had invented a wheat husking device to assist with farming. By age 16, he had followed into his father's footsteps and began to study speech. Like Edgar Allan Poe, though, Bell was affected by tuberculosis, as in his life was changed by it, not that he had it. And after his second brother died from the illness, the family packed up their belongings and moved to Brantford, Ontario. I tried to make a Beverly Hillbillies joke there, and link it up to the song lyrics, but I couldn't quite get the melody right. 
Alexander Graham Bell was not content to stay in Canada, though, and he moved to the United States in 1871, where he set up shop teaching the deaf and mute, and it was while teaching that he met his wife, Mabel Hubbard. So Graham Bell was teaching and interested in sound, and then decided that it would be cool to transmit several telegraph messages over a single wire. At this point, it had been only about a decade since Joseph Stearns had developed a duplex system to transmit two messages on a single wire, and Western Union had already snagged the rights to it, as well as hiring famed inventor and possible thief, Thomas Edison, to develop multi-transmission methods in order to prevent competition and create a monopoly. This resulted in the quadruplex, four messages, developed by Edison, but really nothing more. Both Bell and Gray would be needed to develop designs to subdivide the lines into 10 or more channels, which individually they were able to do. And people were interested in this because it meant that you could send low-cost messages and better compete with Western Union. As fate would have it, Alexander Graham Bell was more interested in transmitting the human voice. As previously mentioned, Bell filed a patent for a telephone February 14, 1876, hours before Elijah Gray would do the same. This was all done without a working prototype. On March 7, 1876, Bell was awarded the patent, and then only a few days later, something happened. The year was 1876, and on this day, March 10th, Alexander Graham Bell made the first telephone call to his assistant, Thomas Watson. The call was made using 100 feet of wire from the adjoining room. According to Legend and Biography.com, while in the lab, Bell knocked over a container containing transmitting fluid and shouted, Mr. Watson, come here, I want you. And while that is a great story for the history books, the more likely scenario is that Bell heard a noise over the wire and called to Watson, and Watson came to him. They began to demonstrate the telephone, and by August they were making one-way, long-distance phone calls. In 1877, Gardner Hubert, one of Bell's investors, established the Bell Telephone Company, where Bell, the man, not the company, served as technical advisor until he lost interest. While he had been made wealthy, he sold most of his stock holdings in the company, and by the mid-1800s, his role in telephones was almost non-existent. He would shift focus to other ideas, such as using lights to transmit sound. He founded Science Magazine and was president of the National Geographic Society. And then in 1890, he shifted focus once again to heavier-than-air flight. Alexander Graham Bell died following complications from diabetes, August 2, 1922, in Nova Scotia. After his funeral, it was written that, Every phone on the continent of North America was silenced in honor of the man who had given to mankind the means for direct communication at a distance. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this episode and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps get us in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.